0: Hello, welcome to the Act of Worship Podcast. This is Dr. Jonathan Michael Jones, continuing today through the Psalm Project with Psalm 44. Uh, Just think five, let's see, five, six more chapters, yeah, six more chapters, and we will be one-third of the way through this project. I said it would be lengthy at the beginning, and here we are, Psalm 42. Uh, In Psalm forty or Psalm Psalm forty-four, I said forty-two. Psalm forty-four, again, the sons of Karah are referenced. These sons who were spared when Karah was killed; the earth opened up and swallowed him. He was one of the ones that rebelled. The sons of Karah. It is a maskil of the sons of Karah. And in this psalm, an alternation between I and we suggests that the psalmist is the king of Israel. It's not possible to identify a special occasion for the writing of the psalm, and it can be applied really to many different occasions. Let me read for you Psalm 44, and then we will get into my commentary. O God, we have heard with our ears. Our fathers have told us what deeds you performed in their days, in the days of old. You with your own hand drove out the nations, but them you planted. You afflicted the peoples, but set them, but them you set free. For not by their sword did they win the land, nor did their own arm save them. But your right hand and your arm and the light of your face, for you delighted in them. You are my king, O God, ordained salvation for Jacob. Through you we push down our foes. Through your name we tread down those who rise up against us. For not in my bow do I trust, nor can my sword save me. But you have saved us from our foes and have and have put to shame those who hate us. In God we have boasted continually, and we will give thanks to your name forever. But you have rejected us and disgraced us and have not gone out with our armies. You have made us turn back from the foe. And those who hate us have gotten spoil. You have made us like sheep for slaughter. And has scattered us among the nations. You have sold your people for a trifle, demanding no high price for them. You have made us the taunt of our neighbors. The derision and scorn of those around us. You have made us a byword among the nations. A laughing stock among the peoples. All day long my disgrace is before me, and shame has covered my face, at the sound of the taunter and the reviler, at the sound of the enemy and the avenger. All this has come upon us, though we have not forgotten you, and we have not been false to your covenant. Our heart has not turned back, nor have our steps departed from your way. Yet you have broken us in the place of jackals, and covered us with the shadow of death. If we have forgotten the name of our God or spread our hands to a foreign God, would not God discover this? For he knows the secrets of the heart, yet for your sake we are killed all the day long. We are regarded as sheep to be slaughtered. Awake! Why are you sleeping, O Lord? Rouse yourself, do not reject us forever. Why do you hide your face? Why do you forget our affliction and oppression? For our soul is bowed down to the dust, our belly clings to the ground. Rise up, come to our help, redeem us for the sake of your steadfast love. I want to point out, and I sort of mentioned this in the previous episode, but I, I want to point out how much God is questioned in this psalm. In verse 21, would not God discover this? These are rhetorical questions sometimes. Verse 24, why do you hide your face? Why do you forget our affliction and oppression? Now, it's not that God hides his face and forgets us. That's not what happens, but there are times in our humanity when we may feel that way, and it is okay to question God. He will certainly give an answer. It may not be the answer that we like, but he will give an answer. Remember the book of Job, uh, Job questioned God, and he got answers, but often they were not answers that he wanted. So God is questioned. Uh, I grew up thinking that to question God was wrong. It was like you were testing him and taunting him. But that's not the case. That isn't the heart behind these questions. It is expressing your emotions and uh, often in, in very real and negative situations. And so it's okay to question God if our heart is right in the question. Let's take a look and break this down in verse 1. We've heard with our ears, our fathers have told us what deeds you performed in their days. So there is a sort of um, historical aspect here that this is what those who, who have gone before us have told us. We've heard it and they bared witness to... What you are doing, O God, the deed you performed in their days. Memory plays a key role in the Psalms. When in distress, it brings healing to remember remember God's gracious acts in the past. And in this Psalm, past deliverance throws a question mark over the present. Why doesn't God work now as he did for our fathers in the past? In verse 2. Them you planted. This reference is to the conquest and settlement of the land that's recorded in the book of Joshua. Verse 3. Not by their own sword did they win the land, but by your right hand and your arm. Israel didn't take possession of the land by their own might or their own strategy, but by God's power. And so God fought for them like a warrior. In their midst, and you can see these references in Joshua 6 and Deuteronomy 7. Verse 4 You are my king, O God, ordain salvation for Jacob. This is another name for Israel. Verse 6 Nor can my sword save me. God's people must fight. They don't just sit back, and they're not lazy, and they don't just sit back and do nothing. They must fight, but they don't trust in the size of their army or in their weapons. Verse 9, you have rejected us and disgraced us. God was with Israel at Jericho, but now he doesn't bless the army with his leadership. This uh, This has resulted in their easy defeat. Verse 12, you have sold your people for a trifle. These are bold words, a striking example of the honesty of the psalmist's approach to God in prayer. And again, we need to take that approach that approach as well. Honest, genuine, raw. Verse 19. Yet you have broken us in the place of jackals and covered us. With the shadow of death. This is normally reserved for God's enemies. Listen to this in Nahum eight, But with an overflowing flood, he will make a complete end of the adversaries and will pursue his enemies into darkness. So this shadow of death is normally reserved for God's enemies. Verse 22. Yet for your sake we are killed all the day long. The world seems utterly turned around to the psalmist here, and we could say that today even. And so the people have not forgotten God, but they suffer for his sake. Paul quotes this verse in Romans 8, 36, as it is written, For your sake we are being killed all the day long. We are regarded as sheep to be slaughtered. Anytime in the New Testament you see, as it is written, check where that reference came from. It's probably in the Old Testament and often in the Psalms. Verse 23, awake. The psalmist prays as if God were asleep when scripture says he does not slumber or sleep. So this is rhetorical, but he prays as if God were asleep and unaware of Israel's plight here. And the daring language here reflects the writer's frustration. The usual cry before battle is arise. Arise. And we've mentioned this, Psalm 7, 6. Arise, O Lord, in your anger. Lift yourself up against the fury of my enemies. So this is the common cry before battle, and he's using it here, questioning God, where are you? In all of this struggle, where are you? Verse 26, rise up. Come to our help. Redeem us for the sake of your steadfast love. Specifically, God's loving kindness to those with whom he is in covenantal relationship. You can read Genesis 17 at the beginning of the chapter. It speaks of Abraham and the covenant of circumcision, which is applied to the people of God here in the book of Psalms as well. So this is an honest, heartfelt cry and plea for help in Psalm 44. The psalmist asks God, pleads with God, please help us. That's how our prayer should be. That's how our music should be. And so often it is not as so superficial and surface level. If you want honesty, read the Psalms and begin to pray like the Psalms. So that is Psalm 44. It is set in a major key, but it is a 6-8 time. Um, sometimes I have a hard time setting these to music, particularly when there are so many of emotions wrapped up in the one Psalm. I mean, for here, in this Psalm, for example... You see feelings of victory and um, um, feelings of gratitude. You see that in this psalm, but you also see some negativity or, or some fear and almost worry. God, where are you? So you see the confidence, but you also see the timid, uh, timidity as well. God, where are you? Rise up. And it's okay to be that honest with God in our prayers. Hopefully the Psalms will be a model for that in your own personal prayer life. So here is Psalm 44. Thank you for listening today to the Act of Worship podcast. This is Dr. Jonathan Michael Jones.
1: God, we have heard of your works with our ears Our fathers have told what you did in past years How nations were crushed and cast out by your hand You planted our fathers to live in the land Success did not come from the sword in their hand Jacob delivered and spring Through you we will surely push back all our foes Through your name we'll trample on those who oppose No trust will I place in my sword or my bow We'll boast in the God who saved us from before All those hating us you have brought down in chains taken to shame, brought our boast. No more into battle, you go with our host. You make us turn back from our falls in dismay. And spoilers who hate us have made us their prey. You sell us like sheep to be slaughtered like food. Among all the nations dispersed in pursuit. And sell no payment you sought, the price to your treasury, no profit has brought. You may call our neighbors reproach us in pride, and cause those around us to scoff and deride. Our name among nations a byword you've made. The people all laugh at and shame. Femur and scoffer I right? hear. As foe and avenger before me appear This came on us but we did not forget you But always have been to your covenant true Our heart is not turned and our steps have not strayed Though crushed among ruins and under death's shame The name of our God, or have to an all our hands spread apart. Let God not search out and uncover the sin? For He knows each heart and the secrets within. Throughout all the day, for your sake, we're consumed. We're counted as sheep that do slaughter. i so-